Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Right, mamas, welcome back to today's episode. I'm so excited because this week I am doing another listener question. So for those of you who don't know or might be new to the podcast, I try to at least once every three to four episodes do an entire answer to one of your questions a little bit more in depth. So also, if you don't know, on my Instagram at Mama and Me RD, I do a Q&A every Wednesday. Now, I get hundreds of questions every Wednesday um, in the little question box, so I try to do my best to answer the ones that are most common or most frequent in there, and I'm only really able to give you a few slides or a very brief answer. Now, a lot of times those answers are very helpful for sure, but I don't get to go into the depth that I necessarily want to or most of you would probably need. That's why I literally created a podcast to be able to go in a little bit more depth for you, explain things in a way that I think is tangible and able to walk away with true tips. Um, Instagram is great for brief introduction to topics and ideas, but really doesn't get very nuanced. So that's what I hope to do here on this podcast. So if you didn't already know, you can send me your listener question for um, the podcast specifically and go ahead and email that to me at a list at mamaandmerd.com. And you can even put in the subject line listener question so that I know um, I would save that for my podcast. But either way, you know, typically I try to weed through all the questions that I get and make sure that I answer them in some way, shape, or form, whether that's on my Instagram, on my podcast, or inside my paid Table Talk program, which, by the way, is opening up soon. So click the link in the show notes to get on my email list so you find out about it first. Um, Previously, I had limited the program um, to 50 people. So this time I am opening it up a little bit more, but it's still going to be limited because we do get on live calls every week. So I want to make sure that you know first when those doors open so you can get inside the Table Talk program. It is an intensive four-week program. However, it is self-paced, so you can absolutely take a little bit longer with the uh, material or a little bit shorter even if you have the time and work through it on your own with live um, support from me, Q&A support from me. So anyways, um, go ahead and click the link in the show notes to get on my email list so you can find out more about that. But in some way, shape, or form, I do answer, I think, every question that I get. So with that being said, let's jump into this mama's question. Okay, it reads, hey, Alyssa, I've been following you religiously on Instagram. Thank you and love all the tips you share. 
I used to use a lot of bribing and begging to get my daughter to eat. And since following you, it's all changed and meals are way more are a way more happy time in our home. That's amazing. I can't wait until you open up Table Talk again. I'm starting, I'm stalking my email. <laughs> okay, so here's my question. I try offering a safe food with every meal like you suggest, but my daughter's safe food is fruit, like bananas, berries, kiwi, and things like that. But this, uh, But it seems she mostly eats the fruit. Some meals she takes bites here and there of the other foods, but mostly it's just the fruit. Some meals she only eats the fruit. How can I get her to eat the other foods? Thanks again for all you do. I really appreciate it. And it's already made a big difference in our home. Okay, first of all, thank you so much for your kind email. That was so sweet. I'm so glad you're following along on Instagram and you're on the podcast. That's amazing. And I'm so happy to hear that already your mealtimes have changed. So first of all, I want to totally commend you on changing your behavior at the table from bribing and begging to I'm hoping and it sounds like more of a following the roles and roles and responsibilities at the table, following that division of responsibility like I talk about all the time. So that is amazing work mama that is not easy to go from a situation where you're bribing them or begging them to eat foods to then being completely hands-off in that department that's not easy I've actually gone through that transition myself and it is really hard especially in the first few weeks so first of all amazing job so I want to start off there Okay, so what this mama is talking about, if you don't know, is I recommend offering what's called a safe food with every meal and snack. So when you're offering a plate, especially when you're introducing brand new foods they've never seen before or they have previously rejected, it's really helpful when you pair that meal with something that they feel safe around. This is what's called their safe food. It's a food that historically they have eaten no problem, no contest, they are interested in, they like. Now these safe foods do change. So a lot of times kids' uh, safe foods will fall off their list, come back on the list. It changes all the time. So you kind of have to be keeping up with it as well. And this is just kind of keeping mental note, or at least that's what I do, of what's working and what's not in the last few weeks. (laughs) Now, it totally is possible and absolutely might happen where you think your toddler's safe food is avocado, you give them avocado alongside all this new food, and they reject the entire meal. Totally normal to do that. And I go in depth um, on meal rejection completely or food rejection inside my table talk program. But anyways, so I just want you to know that that is completely normal. So what this mama is saying is that her daughter's safe food is fruit. So she gives the examples of bananas, berries, and kiwi, and other things like that. So if you have a fruit monger at home, you are not alone. My son, and it looks like my daughter as well, total fruit mongers. Anytime I offer fruit, it's like they down an entire box of berries in one sitting. So if you haven't already, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to my episode all about what to do um, or when to say no. And I have an episode of what to do when they ask for more. So go check out those episodes if you haven't already. Um, I think those will really be helpful in getting the mindset right before we move on here. So I wanted to also say that a safe food doesn't necessarily need to be their favorite food. It just needs to be a food that they feel safe around. So that's why I call it this safe food. So it's definitely something that they've eaten before. And if anything else on their plate turns them off and makes them totally feel uncomfortable eating, at least we know we can, they have the choice to fill up on that food. 
So it doesn't need to be a favorite food, but it needs to be a food that they've accepted in the past regularly. I also recommend, if you can, offering foods on the plate that are a safe food, a sometimes food, and a still learning food. That would be a great little mantra to remember when you're putting together a plate. Um, A safe food would be, you know, what we just explained, but a sometimes food is... I don't know what's going to happen with this food before they've eaten it. Sometimes they've rejected it. So it's kind of off and on. Now, the goal is here to get more and more foods on your safe food list for your little one by consistently exposing them in new and different ways to a variety of foods, which I know can feel really overwhelming. We're exhausted. I am totally right there with you where I just want to throw a peanut butter and jelly on the plate every single day and call it a day. Like maybe some goldfish crackers if I have the energy. So I am right there with you. I'm currently working on a resource for you to add more variety without losing your mind. So keep your eye out on your email for that as well. But the idea here is that variety is actually much smaller than we think and much more obtainable than we think. But it is important to continue offering variety in order to expand our child's safe food list or even their sometimes list. So The thing with fruit mongers (laughs) is that we continue to offer fruit because it's an easy, safe food. But the goal is to get them have at least one safe food in every food group. So we're looking at one safe food in the grains uh, category, which might be a slice of bread or toast, or maybe it's oatmeal for your little one. A safe food in the fruit category. So of course, she already has this, but something like berries or avocado. Um, In the vegetable category, so maybe that is sweet potatoes for your little one. And then the dairy category, so maybe something like a yogurt. And then in the protein or meat category, so something like eggs or peanut butter. So once we have a safe food in every category... Then we do what I call safe um, safe food cycling. So safe food cycling means that you are constantly switching out which safe food in which food group that you're offering. This sounds a little more complicated than it really is. But basically the idea is you don't have to serve fruit at every meal. If you're offering fruit at every meal, it's going to continue to lock that in as their favorite food, and they might even expect it every at every meal. So when you take it away, then comes the total tantrums and meltdowns, which I've totally been there. So although fruit is an incredible food, really super packed with excellent sources of fiber and vitamins and minerals and water even for hydration, fruit is excellent. You don't have to offer it every meal, especially if your little one is a total fruit monger. But what I would recommend is trying to expand your little one's safe foods in other arenas. Likely your child does have safe foods in another um, food category. A lot of times fruit is just really easy and we all view it as this like super healthy food. So we're not as afraid to give it. So in the grains category for your child, it might be like um, goldfish crackers, but we don't want to serve goldfish crackers all the time. We would prefer to serve fruit. So what I'd recommend is slowly cycling through those um, safe foods so that sometimes your little one isn't getting fruit at all. What this does is it might give them a less desirable safe food, but they still feel safe at their plate. They still have something they can eat if nothing else um, piques their interest. 
but it gives them a little bit more freedom to say yes to the other foods on their plate. And it doesn't make fruit kind of a prerequisite for every single meal. So it starts to kind of take the expectation off of them, like they're expecting to see fruit all the time. Um, And maybe they're even to a point where they're looking forward to it. So we want to make sure we're truly cycling through all these safe foods. So if your child doesn't have a safe food in one of these categories, that is the first thing I want you to work on. And the best way to do that is through what's called food chaining. So food chaining, I do have an episode coming soon on it. But for now, you can check out my Instagram highlights. So again, at Mama and Me RD under the highlights section, I have one, I think it's called right now mini trainings, but I think I'm going to break those out into being more specific. Um, So by the time this episode airs, it might be called food chaining. So look for that on my highlights for a tutorial on how to food chain, which is basically just the idea of bridging one food to a new food. So taking something that they are super comfortable with, like let's say berries, and actually bridging that gap into a food that they're not quite into, like sweet potatoes. So it's slow, minor changes, literally like you're changing the color, you're changing the way you cook it, you're changing the texture minorly, you're changing the brand name, super small changes to eventually get you to bridge that food to a new food. And potentially in this example specifically, getting it to bridge into a brand new food group, which isn't easy, but with enough practice and continuation, you absolutely get it. And just, you know, inside Table Talk, I give my Table Talkers step-by-step instructions on how to food chain along with real life examples that have totally worked for my kids and other mama's kids and a complete handout and printable PDF that you can work on this over and over and over again, kind of rinse and repeat the process until more and more foods make it onto their safe list. So I just want to remind you here that it is completely okay for your little one to eat fruit. And I know our um, instinct is to restrict and feel like it's way too much. And sometimes maybe it is, maybe they do have a reaction to a certain food. Like for example, my son, when he eats too much cantaloupe, it doesn't go so well in the bathroom for him long term. So sometimes I do have to switch it out for a different fruit um, or let him know that there's no more left for that meal specifically. So more on that in different episodes, but I just want to remind you that fruit is a really great source of those fibers and minerals and vitamins as well. Now, once you do have an expanded plate and expanded safe food list and you have at least one safe food in every food group, you can start to take little risks, like calculated risks for your little one. So kind of in my head, I keep track generally of what my child has eaten if they've been kind of like eating a lot of their food or just a little bit of their food. And I might be able to make um, some little jumps or take little risks with them. So for example, let's say their safe food is the berries, bananas, kiwi, like she's saying, well, maybe they've never tried um, cherries. So maybe I give them cherries. It's still a fruit. So it's still within that safe food category, but she's never had them before. So they're new. So I might take something like that as a small calculated risk, knowing that an entire meal rejection might be the result. But I want to remind you here, and something that I did read in her question is, she said, how can I get her to eat the other foods? So this is a mindset that goes back to once we decide what goes on the plate, when they're eating and where, the rest is up to them. It is not our job to 
get them to eat. It is not our job to get them to like other foods. It is our job to set them up for success the best we can. And then the rest is in their hands. Remember, we want them to have the internal ability to regulate their food and intake according to them and their body. This is the whole goal with raising independent eaters. So, all right. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have a listener question or a situation that's going on at home that you want me to answer, feel free to email me, Alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. And I will hopefully get through them eventually here on the podcast or on Instagram or again inside my Table Talk program. Anyways, thank you, Mama, for being here. I hope this episode gave you some tangible tips to walk home with. And of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I hope you're following me on Instagram at uh, mamaandmerd. And like I said, you can email me, Alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. See you later, mamas. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram, at mama and me rd that's mama dot and dot me underscore rd and please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have email me at alyssa at mama and me rd dot com until next week mamas